0: Welcome, everyone, to another podcast of Modern World Zen. This is Josh Barzell. So last episode, we were talking about how the Judeo-Christian model is what we're most familiar with. And we, we understand that Jewish people uh judaism and christianity and christian people aren't you know the same that there are differences in their beliefs but that we can come together on the fact that the essence of divinity is the same in both religions the 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 palpable essence Um, is the same. And, And, in fact, it's the same in Buddhism. And it's the same in Islam. And it's the same in every religion that you would have. You know, and it's also the same feeling that you get in poetry. You know? And so... And it's, in a sense, also the scientist's muse, if you will, right? Um, And it's also what you would feel as love in relationships. And it's also what you feel in meditation. So we don't have to have fights over something like this. Um, in this episode, we're going to go a little deeper. And towards the end of last episode, you're probably wondering what I was talking about, when I was talking about how, you know, we we should believe that man can attain to divinity. Um. And I think that when you see that that's possible, we would call that result as the guru. And so this mantra guru om, which I gave, which I've given several times is a very powerful mantra. Um, and, and om is just the seed mantra. So you know you say guru om, but guru om also becomes om guru. So really they're the same, and you can repeat om guru or guru om in meditation. And you contact your own guru within you. And that's really what the highest realization is, is you recognize that you are the guru and that you do have this power within you. And we didn't really talk about meditation too much last episode, but it should have been implied. Um, in this episode, we are going to talk about meditation but we're going to talk about that meditation, that highest meditation, the meditation on the guru. So right now you should be with yourself in a comfortable place. And you should recognize that just as much as the guru is within you, the guru is in your toes and in your feet and the guru is in your calves and your knees and your thighs and your waist and in your stomach your back your chest your shoulders your arms your hands your neck your chin mouth tongue nose eyes ears forehead and top of the head And this is a technique that we can use, and we can start from the top of the head, where the Guru is, in the Sahasrara. And we can go down into the forehead, between the eyes, the the eyes themselves, the nose, the cheeks, the ears, the lips, the chin, the neck, shoulders, arms, chest, back. Abdomen, thighs, knees, ankles, calves, feet, toes, soles of the feet. And we can feel that essence everywhere. And then you can also meditate on that essence. So... You don't feel yourself in any way separate from it. And um, it becomes your object of meditation. But in this state, there is no really object. It's a very high state of meditation. It's also called Nervi Kalpa Samadhi. Um, there's two types of samadhi. There's Savi Kalpa and Nervi Kalpa. And Savi Kalpa is the samadhi with one thought. So you can, you can think of yourself as being absorbed in, an, in one object as Savi Kalpa. And nervi Kalpa is where there's no object. So we consider that to be even higher than Savikalpa Samadhi. And that's the goal of meditation. Um, and the term Nirvikalpa comes from Vikalpa. So Vikalpa is all of our thoughts. You know, there's many Vikalpas. And these are just ways that we think about things. And then the nervy Kalpa is just no, none of those. None of those thoughts or ideas. We talked about that a little last episode, is that when you get beyond ideas, you experience bliss. Um, the bliss of Samadhi. And when that occurs, then you're able to work. Um, And you can also transmit shakti through a thought. And that's where we want to end up, right? So we can practice this form of meditation every day it can be our you know chosen form of meditation and it's not something that you really have to worry about in terms of having expectations there really isn't anything that you should expect from this meditation Um, You should just do it, right? And uh, you can do it every day. And, you know, there's a lot of things that are written about meditation, but we never know what kind of meditation people are practicing. So when they say, oh, meditation isn't helpful or it's damaging, you know, we don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. So, but in this, in this meditation, it's very specific in a sense. But you don't really have to um, worry about what you might get. In fact, the, the worry can be a um, hindrance to you so i would just advise you to meditate without really expecting anything from it um i don't think that you should have any fears concerning meditation um and i think that you can meditate without care you know we In the world, there's so many different things. There are people that, you know, do take a lot of risks in life, right? There are also people, a lot of people that don't take any risks. But there are people that that are real risk takers. And one thing that we can learn from these people is that with our meditation, let's take a huge risk and just try it. After all, what are we doing? We're sitting quietly. We're focusing inside ourselves. We don't know what's going to happen, but let's take that measured risk. Right? If there's one thing that you do that's risky, it's to try meditating. That's my advice. So just meditate without care. You know, throw your care into the wind. Let it dissolve there. And have this be the one risky activity that you do if you don't do anything else. You know, and if you're taking too many risks in life, make this be your risky behavior. Try to come back and try to meditate because you don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. We know what the scriptures say. It leads to attainment of your own self. It leads to divinity. It leads to nirvana. Right? It leads to what people would consider to be learned people, wise people, as true happiness. But that doesn't really mean anything, it's just words. Unless you can experience it. So. But let's not. Let's take the risk. You know. That's my advice. In this episode. Is take the risk. And see where it goes to. And. and, Call the bluff. On your mind. In a sense. Challenge your mind. You know. Call call the mind's bluff on this. Because that's you know, really what we're trying to do. You know, we're trying to get beyond the mind. So if the mind's saying, Oh, I don't know You know Call it's bluff. Say, yeah, you may not know But Someone knows, right? And in a sense, that someone is who we're trying to attain. It's within. It's our own self, right? But you'd be amazed at how many things come up in meditation, fears and doubts, speculations about things. But we should be able to go beyond all of those the kalpas, to get into nervy kalpa. And so that's the meditation for this episode. And hopefully you find it enlightening and you choose to accept this as your you know, specific form of meditation um, that you'll be using. And let me know. Let me know how it goes. Um, We should be meditating best in the early hours of the morning when it's quiet. But you can meditate anytime you have time. And um, with that, I will thank everyone for tuning in and we will be doing more things into the future. And we can use the mantra Guru Om, Om Guru, when we meditate. And um, that can be how we get very deep in our meditation, using the technique that I described. So with that, I'll sign off. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. This has been Josh Barzell for Modern World Zen.